I'll get us started. Okay, because we could talk forever. Thank you for starting, David. Hey, welcome to a new episode of... Off the Fence. Good job. See, halfway there. I know. <laughs> Let's do it again, though. I didn't like how I did it. No, I'm just it kidding. Great. It's fine. Hey, we have a special guest. We do. Uh, uh, here, I'll let you... I'll. I'll let you introduce. Okay. Thank you. Um, this is our friend, Amy Painter. She's with Rockside Ranch. She's uh, one of the most incredible friends. That she and I are just getting to know each other. But after we met, I, I texted you and I was like, I think I just met the brightest person on the planet. Aww. It was so much fun. And it just was so exciting. And so it's because of what God is calling. You're doing what God has called you to do. And that joy is like incredible and um, exciting. And so we would just love to hear your story and help people learn about what God is doing at Rockside Ranch, because maybe a lot of people haven't heard of it yet. Absolutely. So just um, getting to hear about you and learn about you and then um, invite people to just hear more about what he's doing out at Rockside so that we can um, hopefully invite people to pray about it, connect about it, with it, mm -hmm. and then um, go from there. So uh, this episode airs in the Christmas season, and uh, we've been talking a little bit on the podcast about how uh, the Christmas season, holiday season even, of any can like really stir some stuff up mm -hmm. that is existing there. And what you what you are putting your life in and, and investing your life in is a part of helping people mm. in the midst of maybe some of their rock bottom moments, some of their... Mm -hmm. Some of them are like, okay, I need help. Things need to change in my life. And so we thought just the story of what you're doing mm -hmm. uh, and maybe even sparking someone going, I want to help people in the moments that they really, really, really need hope. Mm. Yeah. Um, so tell us tell us what you are doing with your life. We'll, we'll let it out of the bag. You tell us because you probably share it better than we would. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me. It has been an amazing journey. Um, my son, when he was 18 years old, and he was raised in a Christian home, and we went to church faithfully. He was involved in youth group faithfully. And, um, you know, as your kids are growing up, you always think, that's never going to happen to me yeah. because mm. we got every, all of our ducks in a row. You know, nothing's going to happen to us. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not the case. So when he was 18, he really wanted to prove to us that he could make it on his own. Okay. And um, and he moved out, and he was actually involved with a friend from youth group. And um, this friend had introduced him to marijuana, and then that led to him being introduced to meth. Mm. And, and then it mm. went downhill real fast from there. So this continued for about four years. Mm -hmm. Um, so once he had been doing meth for a while, we knew that something, you know, something wasn't right because he was just skin and bones. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can just, yeah. you could tell that something was wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, when you're on drugs, you can't pass a drug test mm -hmm. for employment. And right. so then he became homeless and he was living out of his vehicle until his mm -hmm. vehicle, the transmission went out and then he parked it in one spot and he lived um, inside of his pickup in a parking lot for quite a long time. And then that led to um, him being suicidal mm. because he felt like there's no point to my life anymore. Mm. And he would call me or text me and say, Mom, you don't know how many times I put the gun to my mouth mm. 
And as a parent, like that is such a hard thing to even like wrap your mind around, you know? And, um, and then he would, I would meet up with him because I was like, okay, what can I provide for him mm-hmm. that he doesn't have to refrigerate and he doesn't have to microwave. Mm-hmm. And so when I would bring him stuff, um, you know, I could just see all the cut marks on his mm-hmm. arm and just, it was just not a good situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, we never allowed him to come back and live at home once he started participating in the drugs because we didn't want any trouble at our house. And, you know, we have another child and we just were like, Mm -hmm. we have to protect the rest of our family too, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, and so um, this, like I said, it carried on for four years. And then Labor Day weekend of 2021, he was stabbed three times and left for dead overnight in a front yard. And the story of the Good Samaritan comes to my mind because um, this all happened in an upstairs um, upstairs apartment. Okay. And then they had tried throwing him off the balcony. Um, and instead they dragged him down the stairs and left him outside um, in a front yard to die. Mm-hmm. And so the neighbor lady downstairs heard him moaning and groaning the next morning. And so she pulled him inside her house or oh, her wow. apartment and she closed all the blinds and um, cause she just knew like something's going on here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then she tried her best to like bandage his wounds mm-hmm. and he, he was really just like out of it. He wasn't even coherent. And so um, she had laid him on a couch and, and just let him mm-hmm. sleep. And then when he finally like came to, um, he was able to remember my cell phone number, which nowadays that's a miracle because yes, you yeah. just, you know, hit a button yes. and you call and he was, he was able to remember my number. Mm. So he had her call me and she said, I have your son here. He's been stabbed. It's pretty serious. Like you need wow. to come get him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like, so of course, and that happened in Spearfish. And so we drove to Spearfish, picked him up, brought him back, um, and we, I took him to the ER and because he's over 18, um, the ER doctor wasn't allowed to share very much with me. Okay. And, and I said, so I pulled him aside and I said, look, I know you're here to like bandage his physical wounds. Mm-hmm. I said, but there's so much more to the story than yes. these, you know, the physical wounds. Yes. I said, he's suicidal and he's on meth. And, and the doctor said, sorry, unless mm-hmm. he asks for help, there's nothing I can do because you're, he's over 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went back into the room and I'm like, now's the time, like mm-hmm. now's the time to get help. And, and so after some talking, he decided that yes, he wanted help. So then the, because he was suicidal, he sent us over to the West side hospital mm-hmm. and he was there for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, they told me your son promised that he's never going to do meth again. So we're going to let him go. And I was like, well, wait, what about like other programs? Like, I mean, surely like he's not just fixed after 30 days, like Uh he needs more. And, um, and so they had done a little research and there is actually an attorney from the state's attorney's office that stepped in, um, to help Mm -hmm. him because like I had all the proof, like this is not just a, this this has been going on for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, I don't think there's a 30 day fix yes. in this, <laughs> right. you know? Right. And um, anyways, at after a long time of um, trying to help the state's attorney's office, she had said, you know, I'm sorry, but 
South Dakota, there's nothing that we don't have anything available to help your Mm -hmm. son in South Dakota. And she said, um, the state looks at it as he's not bad enough on one hand and he's not good enough on the other. He falls right in the center Mm. where a lot of young men fall. Mm. And so I left that place and I was so angry because I was like, Mm -hmm. God, like here he wants help. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like you have shut every single door. Yes. And I was just crying out to God and I was just so angry. And and, um, I was like, it was just, it was so frustrating. Well, little did I know that God was working behind the scenes mm-hmm. the whole time. And um, I had heard the name Rockside, didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And the person um, that had shared it with me was kind of vague. He was just like, well, I heard about this Rockside, but I don't even know if they're open. I don't know anything about it, yeah. but I heard it's a recovery program. And I was like, hmm, okay. Well, yeah. he happened to have the number of a contact person for mm-hmm. me. So I called that contact person and and uh, Gordon is, is his name. And Gordon's like, bring your son. Let's meet right now. Let's talk about this. Mm. And um, yeah. And then within seven days, um, my son had four interviews. The president, Craig Thompson, flew down here, flew here um, from Aetna, California. And he interviewed my son and wow. interviewed me because he wanted to make sure it was a good fit. Yes. And um, so then on November 7th of 2021, he flew out mm. and he just graduated in July um, 24th of 2022 Mm. and now he's doing amazing and he has his own house he's working full-time on a ranch and the nice thing about rockside is they have what they call a workforce program Mm -hmm. so after they graduate it's not like all right good luck you're on your own now yes you go into a workforce program and they help you provide or they help you find housing and they help you find a job that's a good fit Mm -hmm. and and but you still get to participate Mm -hmm. in everything rockside you know, mm-hmm. their Bible studies, their community dinners, all the activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been, it's, I mean, God used Rockside to save my mm-hmm. son's life. And and so then, um, yeah, so I, like I said, he graduated in July. So back in June of 2022, um, I knew, I kind of learned more about it, obviously, mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there was one starting in New Underwood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I told Gordon, hey, if you ever need help with like, marketing or anything like that I would love to help with that you know I enjoy doing that and I would just you know volunteer and and help out with that and well anyways um long story short God had opened some doors and and um Craig said well why don't you come on Mm part-time on staff and I was like whoa like I get paid to do what I love to do and I get to help you guys like Mm -hmm. this is amazing Mm -hmm. you know and then um and then just recently, um, God continued to open up more doors, and and now I'm full time with Rockside, and mm-hmm. and so I'm super excited about it because not only do I help get to help um, the New Underwood location mm-hmm. get up and off the ground, and yeah. um, but I'm I also get to be a part of the other two locations, mm-hmm. um, the one in Etna, California, and the one in Michigan too, yeah. and so I'm mm-hmm. really I'm really excited. And I'm just pa- passionate because. Um, I remember being that mom mm. and, you know, we get so many calls in the middle of the night mm-hmm. um, from RJ or his friends. Like, we don't know where he's at. Like, oh man, he's so wigged out right now. Like, I don't, you know, and he would call me in the middle of the night. One one night he called and he said, mom, I have no idea where I'm at. I mean, he's like screaming and crying. I have no idea where I'm at. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? He said, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. I just need you to come and get me. And I said, well, 
you got to give me something. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't know. I'm in the valley somewhere. That's all I know. He said, something bad has happened and I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. And I said, who's with you? And he said, I don't even know. There was this person with me and now they're gone and I don't know. And I was like, what on earth? So I woke up my husband and I'm like, we got to go find him. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm praying and I'm like, God, you are going to have to show us where he's at. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. No idea. The valley's big. Mm-hmm. Like, And I mean, God led us right to him. It was amazing and found him. And yeah, he was, he was so whacked out on, I I don't even know what, like, I mean, you would go like this in front of his face and it was just like a blank stare. Hmm. Anyways. um, So that's why I'm a part of Rockside because you can't argue with the testimony. I know where my son was. I know where he's at now and you can't argue with that. Mm -hmm. Wow. I had never heard that story. (laughs) So, so Hmm. tell me more, what does Rockside do? Like Mm -hmm. what, what does that mean when someone gets involved with Rockside? Mm-hmm. What goes on? Yep. So there's um, the key thing with Rockside is a young man has to want to go. Okay. It's not a place where you're mandated or forced or mm-hmm. court appointed or anything like that. He has to want to go. And it's for young men ages 18 to 28. Okay. Um, that's typically mm-hmm. the guideline that we like to use. Now our location in Michigan, we do have some older men there. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, honestly, it's just Holy Spirit driven. I mean, you got to take it case by case. Yes. Really. But typically it's 18 to 28 years old. And so when they go there, they give up their cell phone. There's no TV. I mean, you, and it's on a working ranch. And so it's just you Mm -hmm. focusing on getting yourself better. Mm -hmm. It's eight months. You're allowed to leave at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really neat too because um, each young man has three to five staff members around them at all times, mm-hmm. and so um, like my son, he had his coach, mm-hmm. he had a program lead, he had like a mental health coach because mm-hmm. he was suicidal. Um, but anyways, yeah, there's like three to five um, huh. staff members. Yeah. We only take eight young men at a time because we want to make sure and give them, you know, the most one-on-one yes. care yeah. that we can. So their morning starts out with um, chores, and then mm-hmm. they come in for breakfast, and then they have devotions as a group. And I tell you what, um, I was able to participate in their devotional time out in Etna when mm-hmm. we went to go visit our son's four-month four months of being there, kind of halfway point, mm-hmm. just to encourage him yes. and you're doing a great job. Yes. And the devo- hearing those young men, like just, I mean, you know, so scripture is being read and then they'll be like, okay, now what in that scripture, like what spoke to you? Mm-hmm. And just hearing them like wrap their minds around it, like, yeah, this really speaks to me because mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. you know, and this sticks out to me because of, yes. and just, you know, being a part of um, being able to see, like, see them apply scripture mm-hmm. for some of them the first time that they've ever, yeah. you know, yes. been a part of this yes. God thing and Christian life and what mm-hmm. all does that mean? Mm-hmm. But to see them talking about that and to hear their stories of of what happened to them mm-hmm. and why they're there and to hear some mm-hmm. of their plans afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another young man that just graduated. His name is Kane. And, um, and he wants, he graduated in May and he wants to be a drug and alcohol counselor. And he's actually raising money right now to go to YWAM. Mm-hmm. I wow. mean, just incredible. But yes. I mean, he his to hear his struggles and to see him flourishing mm-hmm. now too. We just sent our ninth young man from South Dakota to the Aetna, California location. Okay. Hmm. 
And I've had four calls in the last two weeks from parents um, in South Dakota mm-hmm. wanting to send their young men um, to Rockside. And so anyways, and so um, you have devotional time and then they have like um, projects. Mm-hmm. Projects could be anything from fixing fence, um, burning slash piles, yeah. whatever needs yeah. to be done on the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also learned different trade skills while they're there. So electrical, plumbing, welding, um, they get to learn some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the intent is to to help them be successful when they get out into the world yes. and to teach them some of these trades. Um, and so then, then they have lunch and then they go back out for projects. Mm-hmm. Um, the evenings look different depending on what night it is. Like Monday mm-hmm. nights is their Bible studies. Tuesday yeah. nights are their community dinners where any um, student in there, if they have... Um, like typically they don't have family (laughs) there, Mm -hmm. Um, but like the students and um, the staff members, Mm -hmm. anybody that's closely tied to Rockside, Mm -hmm. they're invited to the community dinner and you just eat and fellowship Mm -hmm. and just encourage the students. Um, And so the evenings can look different depending on what night it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's incredible the way the young men, um, you know, they're all struggling with something mm-hmm. and they're all there for one purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's even the pastor um, out at the Berean Church in Etna, California. I mean, it's amazing the way the community surrounds these young men. Yes. I mean, Etna's like 754 people, the way they surround these young mm-hmm. men. And I mean, they just love on him, them mm-hmm. with a genuine love mm-hmm. that is so incredible. You know, and so I'm excited. I'm so excited for the new Underwood one yes. to start because that, you know, so that we can start, you know, helping change lives one yes. young man at a time. Well, what I love about it too is you've given us, even um, volunteers from our church, the opportunity to go and serve and learn and what God is doing to their hearts through mm-hmm. the ministry. That's what I love about ministries like Rockside is it's... Uh, not in a silo. Mm-hmm. It's community driven. There's wraparound connection and care, but also people that might not have that same struggle or even know somebody that does can go in and God will use them in some way yeah. to help build it and make it better. And it's one person at a time, one life at a time. Yeah. And I, we've just been so privileged. It's been a privilege to get to be part of it and watch what God is doing because it's such an area. Well, like you shared in your testimony where there's not, there's a huge need, but there mm-hmm. weren't any options available, right. which would just be heartbreaking if that's where it had to end for him, mm-hmm. because then for what sure. do you do? And so it's just yeah. been incredible. And I, we've become students of it and it's been amazing to see what God is doing. Yeah. And it, and it takes a team of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, even um, I'm thinking of the rock side here in New Underwood. Um, I mean, Lots of laborers, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. so thankful for Fountain Springs because I don't. I think you guys have been out three times at least now, helping us, and I mean, just bringing an army of people. And it mm-hmm. has been so amazing, like the mm-hmm. way God just orchestrates everything, yeah. you know. And yeah. and it's just been it's just been fun to build those relationships mm-hmm. and to see people's hearts like hey i want to be a part of this yes you know i mean that's amazing because 
God gives us all different giftings mm-hmm. and he expects us to use those giftings. Yeah. Yeah. And when we all come together as the body of Christ yes. and we're all working in our giftings, mm-hmm. powerful things happen. It's so amazing. And meeting people from churches all over the region and connecting with people from all walks of life. And it's just been really, it's been really fun. And what's most exciting is it is um, helping families who love their kids mm-hmm. and want more for their kids and being able to do that with Jesus. Yeah. I just think that's really great. Absolutely. I like yeah. the model. It, it It's so like Christ mm-hmm. that it's not just um, uh, rescuing. Mm-hmm. There's a, there, it's restoring. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's a, there's a big difference on um, saving someone in a moment and like getting involved, which is, Crucial, critical, mm-hmm. but the, what you're doing is restorative. Mm-hmm. It's yes. fr- from even learning trades. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. But there's yeah. a it's relational. Jesus shows us something that I think gets missed a lot. The the relational part of it. The this mm-hmm. isn't. I don't want to just get you out of hell. Kind of. Mm-hmm. He was over and over. He's like that. This isn't just about getting you out of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't. I don't even think. <clears throat> I don't know that was his main agenda. Yeah. But, and so I love it. I love I love that you're giving guys, um, uh, like tools, um, yeah. opportunity. And I think sometimes it's when we don't we don't know we want life to be different and better. We just don't know how, and we we need someone to take us on the tracks for a while. Yeah. So I love mm-hmm. I love that's really really cool. So mm-hmm. so at what's like right now mm-hmm. what what you're doing in New Underwood? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the current status of it? Yep. And there might be some right now going, mm-hmm. I'd like to help. I'd like, or they're wondering, should I help? What's the current status? What are your needs? What are your your wants? All that kind yeah, of stuff. Definitely. Yep. So right now we are looking to start taking students January 1st of 2023. Okay. Um, so right now we're just kind of putting the final final touches. <laughs> sure. On the like the student house, and there's a host family house that needs a few things done to it yet. Okay. Um, the host family they live on site um, with the students, okay. and um, so biggest needs right now, obviously prayer. Like mm-hmm. that's where it all starts, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. For sure, um, people to come out and um, do physical labor with us, like okay. Fountain Springs okay. has. Um, people that say, hey. Um, I would love to come out and teach these young men a cooking class, a sewing mm-hmm. class, a whatever kind of class mm-hmm. that might look mm-hmm. like, you know, um, shoeing horses or mm-hmm. whatever skills that they do. And they would have a passion to mm-hmm. teach these young men mm-hmm. that that's huge, yes. cool. you know, um, obviously financial. I mean, nobody likes to talk about the financial part of it, but I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we are nonprofit. For sure. So we rely a whole lot on mm-hmm. monthly supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, right now in South Dakota, we only have four people that are supporting us monthly on okay. a monthly basis. Yeah. And I mean, whether that looks like, hey, I can do $10 a month, yep. I could do 50, I could do 100, whatever. Yeah. Um, but we really, having that monthly support is huge mm-hmm. so that we know like, okay, this is how much money we have coming yes, in. for sure. This is yes. how we can plan. Because I tell you, it is not cheap to feed eight <laughs> young men. Like <laughs> when we were out in Aetna, our, well, the neat thing too is um, each student is responsible for cooking for all the rest of the students and the staff. So my son's day was Mondays. Okay. So he had to cook breakfast. He had to cook dinner. He had to clean up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but also in that doing the prep, like thinking, okay, I need to get this beef out the night before, yes. you know, whatever. Yes. And so just for breakfast, um, he went through 36 eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah and so oh. yeah and so financially just monthly supporters mm-hmm. that say mm-hmm. hey i'd like to link arms with you this yes. way too is huge yes. um also if there's you know um businesses out there that want to partner with us um as far as the workforce program mm-hmm. goes that says hey yeah we would love to partner yes. with you so that when the young men graduate they mm-hmm. have a place where we can like a reliable workplace so we can be like hey we have this relationship with this company you know they'd Mm -hmm. be a good fit um so i mean that's a huge um those are kind of the the main things right now yes Mm -hmm. so if uh is there any kind of a a website or a place that they could go to like if they want to be involved in any of the ways that you suggested yep Yep. So we have our website, rocksideranch.org. Okay. And then we also have a Facebook page. It's Black Hills Rockside Ranch cool. um, that you can be a part of too, that we try to keep everybody up to date as far as what's going on. Love awesome. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one last question, and then we can land this. But uh, I wonder if there's uh, a mom or dad right now listening and watching mm-hmm. going, uh, so she just described <laughs> what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can't fix their problem. No. But I think this might be a good moment. What What would you say to them, mm-hmm. maybe based out of your own personal uh, experience, but uh, what would you say to them? They're going, okay, what do I do? How do I do this? Mm-hmm. What do, do I have hope? Mm-hmm. Is this a hopeless situation? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So it's never a hopeless situation, mm-hmm. you know, and I can relate. Like I remember feeling so hopeless, you know, um, just like, hopeless yeah. you know and so mm-hmm. many times my husband had told me amy you need to prepare yourself because we are gonna have to plan his funeral and i was like i can't like i can't even think about that you mm-hmm. know it's just not a thought that any sh- parent should ever have yeah. to try to yes. wrap their mind around yes. and so there is hope and mm-hmm. and that's you know what makes me passionate too is just letting people know there is hope mm-hmm. it's not the end and so i would encourage that person that's listening right now and says, hey, you you just explained a whole lot of what's yeah. going on in my life. Yep. Yeah. Like, reach out to me. Um, you can call my cell phone, um, and that number is 605-391-5877. Call me, mm-hmm. and I would love to get them connected to the right people mm-hmm. they need to connect with to then mm-hmm. do the next steps, like the application process, yeah. and they'll set up some interviews. Um, I mean, it's huge just knowing that there's hope out there. Yes. Love. And and the model of Rockside is it, it really from from uh, the the full throttle program though to serving alongside other people at Rockside it's all so community driven yes it's it's better together and so yeah, that's awesome that absolutely. you would walk with them and we so appreciate your vulnerability um, and sharing your story because I do think that there are people out there that just need to hear that they're not alone too absolutely and there are opportunities and ways to step in absolutely thank you yeah. So, Here's how we can close our time. I'm gonna have I'm gonna put her on the spot and have Katie pray for <gasps> you. Okay. Um, and then uh, thanks for spending time. I you got stuff to do, obviously. <laughs> uh, places to be, things to do. So thanks for giving us some time. I, I hope mm-hmm. um, that the Lord blesses this conversation and that it blesses Him and that it actually um, 
bear some fruit for you guys, but also just for the, I just think of the young man somewhere mm-hmm. that has no idea that this is the beginning process of God intervening in his life. Absolutely. So. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I just want to thank you guys for, for having me and allowing me to share, you know, my son's story and share about Rockside mm. and um, yeah. And just making people aware that there is hope, yeah. yes. you know, and, yeah. and, and God, God is, God is the answer to everything, mm-hmm. obviously. And, and God has worked in amazing ways mm-hmm. through Rockside. And I'm yes. just so thankful for that. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. We love mm-hmm. you. And I'm so, thank I you. cannot wait to see what is even in store for this. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your efforts and your, um, you are walking in faith that the Lord has moved and is, and will continue to. And yes. that is awesome and inspiring too. So thank you for that. Thank you. All right, let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much uh, for this time. I thank you for the way that you call us um, and prepare us for things that we don't even know about and we cannot even see yet. Um, God, you are a good God and you love us so much. And Father, I just want to thank you um, for the way that you uh, moved in the life of Amy's son and in their family. God, I thank you for the way that um, years before uh, Rockside was there, um, before they even knew they needed it, Lord. And I just thank you for the way that you connect um, also. Father, uh, we thank you that Rockside is available uh, in this community. God, we thank you for the way that uh, it carries your heart of uh, restoring people to you, um, helping people to be whole, And God, I think for sure that's the men that are going through that program, but also the families that get to walk alongside them and get to um, be restored too. Father, for the volunteers that go out there and hear the story, and even if that may not be the struggles that they've had, Lord, it speaks to uh, the pain in their lives and maybe even prompts them to reach out and get help for what they need to or just helps um, fill places in their hearts that they didn't even know. Uh, needed it. God, thank you for the way that you do that. And we just thank you for um, what you have in store for this ministry, God. I pray that you would give them stamina. I pray that you would continue to give them wisdom, that you would continue to fill them with your presence and help them to remember that you um, are before and behind and beside them, Lord, that they are not doing this alone. And God, just continue to help this community rally around um ministries and organizations like this that are helping not just one person, Lord, but a family. And as they're helping the family, they're helping the community just be healthier and better um, and stronger so that we can all walk out what you've called us to do with each of our own lives, but we get to do it together. God, I thank you for Amy and her heart. I thank you for the way she reflects you. And God, I just pray that you would um, continue to bless her in this new and exciting role, Lord, that you will continue equipping her for what she needs to do and and how she needs to do it, Lord. And um, just thank you for the privilege of getting to walk life out together. God, we love you so much, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.